You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I am so pumped because it is a big exciting week here at both Melanie Mitro LLC and Chic Influencer. If you haven't heard the news, we are getting ready to launch the Direct Sales Done Right book, a proven path to stop wasting time and make meaningful money. It is written by my business partner here at Chic Influencer, Katie Ursa, and it is absolutely hands down incredible. And of course, I've had a you know, front seat to the entire experience of Katie creating her direct sales business. She is one of the leaders in my organization. And about five years ago, we decided to create the company Chic Influencer together because we both just have a great way of working together and really playing off of each other's strengths, whether it is leading leaders, teaching our downlines and inspiring people to go after their big visions and big dreams. And today our company, Chic Influencer, serves hundreds and thousands of direct sellers, social sellers, network marketers in the space to creating their authentic brand voice, to marketing their products, their services, and the business opportunity. We coach people at the beginner level all the way to the highest top earners in direct sales companies across the world. And it is such an amazing opportunity to be able to take the gifts and the skills that we have learned throughout our past you know, decade of, or more actually of experience and to be able to help other people. And the skill set that we've learned in direct sales has allowed us to grow Chic Influencer to a multi-million dollar company and to help other people do the same. So this book is hands down amazing. And it's not just a tool for somebody that's new stepping into the social selling space, but it really is for anybody that needs to have that clear direction. This is a great tool for leaders. If you're listening right now to be able to give to your downlines, to be able to say like, this is the path to success. Everything from vision to goal setting, belief in yourself, posting on social media, sending your invites, doing your follow-ups, believing in the business opportunity and inviting to it. And also just how to be healthy along the way, managing your time, managing your energy and setting healthy boundaries. So it really is the real deal from leader to newbie. This is a great tool for you to use in your business. So it comes out on Thursday, July the 20th on Amazon. Just make sure you follow my social media, follow us at Cheek Influencer for all of the exciting details. Now, we're going to dive into today's episode. And today's episode, I probably should have done maybe two weeks ago, but I kept putting it off thinking, ah, do I really need to do, do I really need to do this episode? Is it really something that people want? And the more I started thinking about it, the more, and the more I was working with the private coaching clients that I mentor, the more I was like, okay, leaders are not doing this. And we need to make sure that we pause and we take some time to do what I'm about to walk you through today. 
And there'll be, there are about eight different steps that we're going to talk about to really taking a, taking a pause in your business. And when I say a pause, I don't mean a week or a month or even, you know, three days. I mean, we need to take a purposeful pause for an hour or two. And we, we don't want to rush through this experience, but we need to actually stop and we have to evaluate our progress. And the reason I almost didn't do this is because I thought just people naturally do it. This is just, you reflect every month on your business. You are tracking your income. You know where you're at in terms of your big goals and your big vision of where you want to go in your business. And then I realized that people don't actually do that. Some of the top, top leaders that I work with don't actually keep spreadsheets and track their progress towards their goals and really ask themselves, why am I or am I not making progress towards the goals that I want to accomplish? And so I want to take some time today to really dive into that because many of us were at the mid-year point in our business, right? So the end of June really marked the halfway point in the the physical year, right? So in 2023, I know that certain businesses start their fiscal years at different times, but what I'm finding is that leaders or direct sellers, no matter what level you're at, you're starting to say things like, I should be further along than I am right now. That's a very common saying. I personally said that many of times throughout my direct sales experience. And it's just this, anytime that thought starts to creep in, I have to remind myself that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. I am on this journey. I am at this space for a very specific reason. And I have to remind myself like, hey, dig into where you're at in the moment versus all the things that you think you should already have at this point. The second thing I hear a lot of people saying to me right now is that we're getting overwhelmed by the gap between where you are and where you want to be. For example, one of the clients that I work with, um, that I coach, she was saying to me, you know, my business, I feel like there's just so much to do. I want to be able to buy a home and I want to, and it's very expensive where they live. And she was talking about how she, you know, it's going to cost them like double. And she's basically rebuilding her organization and she's starting over with leadership and it feels so far away, this thought of hitting this certain rank in the company and getting the quarterly bonus and, you know, getting all of those perks. She's like, I just feel like this goal is so out of reach. And I had to say like, okay, the goal might be big. The goal might feel really not doable in this exact moment, but that's Okay. And I want you guys to accept that as the truth. Your big vision of where you want to go might feel really unattainable in the moment because you're really far away from it, but that's, that's okay. We need to paint the picture of what we want and we have to get really clear on why the goal matters to us. And Inside of the Direct Sales Done Right book, you'll hear Katie talk about that driving towards daylight and blurring and creating that picture and that vision of what you want, but then we're going to blur it out. And before we blur it out, I want to go back to vision. When you go back and we do this mid-year reflection, that is important. You actually want to say to yourself, okay, as I review my vision, is this something that still motivates me? Is this something that I still get excited about? Because here's the thing, if it doesn't excite you, then we need to ask ourselves why. 
Why doesn't this excite me? Why doesn't this bring me joy? And if you started to say like, oh, I wanted this goal, but it's actually not really tied to what I need. And maybe what you need is money right now. And the goal you set was more tied to recognition. Or maybe you set a money goal and you wanted that, but now you're really craving the recognition, the community that invites to leadership events and parties. And so we need to make a shift because if our vision doesn't make us have butterflies and get really excited, it will never propel us to actually do the physical work that we need to do on a day-to-day basis. So we're going to go back to that vision and we're going to ask ourselves, does the vision still excite me? It's okay if the vision feels unrealistic right now, as long as it excites you. That's not it. It's not about whether or not we can or can't accomplish it or whether or not it's doable. It just needs to be something that gets you excited. So if the answer is yes to that, we can move on. We're we're good to go. If the answer is no, we really need to sit down with our definition of success and really say, okay, I'm not going to look at what you know, the people in my organization are defining success at, but I'm really going to look at me and what are my core values. And, and I'll give you my example. When I think about my definition of success, I think about filling up a stadium with an entire audience of people that have come to an event that I am hosting. And I am speaking into that audience and I am inspiring and motivating people from the stage, teaching, training, sharing my gifts. And I am thinking about like my definition of success is that contribution, that significance. And so filling up a stadium obviously means I'm making significant income. It means that I've got a team behind me. I'm not just running the show on my own. It means that I have courses that are selling themselves and coaching programs that are selling themselves. And I have a really I have a personal assistant that manages my calendar and says yes and no to things. And I and I have really dialed in what I want to say yes to, what I want to say no to. And when I think about my vision of success, it is high achieving. It is, yes, I'm in the spotlight. I'm doing all of these really great things, but I also come home and have a really great home life. And my husband and I have a good relationship and my kids and I have a good relationship and I have a few close friends and I'm close with my family members. And I have these really deep, meaningful relationships and I'm thriving, you know, I'm thriving in my career. And so that when I think about my vision for success, it is that and it is travel. It It's having nice things, living in a beautiful home, being able to go and give back and help other people. That definition of success may make you just nauseated because it's not your definition at all. And if I even just use my business partner, Katie, as an example, she loves to write and writing and just serving people very quietly and not in the spotlight is her jam and having like a lot of family time and really being present with her kids. And she's, we're like the total opposite when it comes to the way we want to be out there into the world. And neither one of us look at each other's definition of success and say one is right or one is wrong. We just equally respect it. So we can both create a life through our business that gives us that fulfillment. It's very different, but it's got to be motivating and rewarding. If Katie tried to put my vision on her, it like 
it, it would be like her trying to wear my size eight and a half shoes when she is a size six. All right. It's not going to fit. She's probably going to stumble and fall, maybe twist her ankle, right? Have some pain. And if I tried to put her vision on, or it would be like me trying to wear, you know, her bathing suit, my body type is totally different. It wouldn't fit me, right? I don't have a bum to fill out the bathing suit bottoms, right? So it would be kind of awkward. I would feel very self-conscious when we went to the pool. So you see what I mean? It's all about your vision needs to fit you. When you put it on, it needs to feel like that pair of jeans that is like just fits like a glove. All right. So vision, we spent a lot of time talking about the vision part, but for good reason, because we do want to make sure that our vision really does matter. It matters to us. We're really excited about it. Now, the second thing that I want you to do is I want you to get out um, a Google spreadsheet or just a regular spreadsheet. And I actually want you to track your income. So many people will say to me, I should be further along than I am right now. I should be making more money than I am right now. So your job, if you haven't done so already, is to go back and say, what was my 2022 income? Income, and you want to make sure you have different categories. So your income from just commissions or team volume, right? What is that commission volume? And then what is that volume or what is your commissions for rewards that you're getting, whether it's a quarterly bonus or a matching bonus or, you know, any kind of perks that you are getting throughout the year, you want to have that listed. And you also want to list multiple business centers. So if you're in a social selling company where you have, you know, a partner account, you have multiple business centers, you want to incorporate all of those different ways to earn. So you want to look at 2022, but then you want to have a spreadsheet for 2023. And what, if you haven't started this yet, it's okay. It's very easy to go back and figure it out. I don't want you to go to your bank account. I want you to go to your actual online office where all the reporting is kept. And week by week, I want you to write in what your income is. And then I want you to total it up. What from your income came from your commissions and your weekly paychecks? What came from, you know, quarterly or bonuses that were on addition on top of what you are getting paid commission wise? And when you look at that, I want you to look at 2022 to 2023. And a lot of times, and this conversation happened yesterday with one of my private coaching clients, I was like, hey, you're, you're exactly where you were last year. Cause you know, a big thing was her income. And I was like, you're on pace to make the exact same amount that you made last year. And she was like, well, I don't want to just make the same amount as last year. And so then we talked about, okay, well, number one, it's not as bad as you thought it was. And number two, what are the ways we can manipulate, not manipulate, what are the ways that we can work the, the system? You know, how do we make sure that we're setting goals that actually are aligned to the income that we want to earn? And so that really went into the different potential avenues for her to create income. And some of them she hadn't even thought of. So that's something we do in our private coaching sessions. And again, if you're listening to this going, oh man, I really need Melanie in my life. I do have actually one private coaching mentorship spot available. And if that is something that you know you need, you can actually fill out the application in the show notes. I'll drop it right here in the show notes. You can check it out, but I definitely, those spots do fill up fast and I only take a limited number of spots because I know that I just want to be able to serve my people really, really well. So you can check that out. That was a sidebar. So we're going to do our analysis of our income. And then from this point forward, 
every single week, once a week, you pick the day. My day is always Thursday. I, my admin actually goes in and she sends me the spreadsheet every single week at week one, week two, week three, week four of every month. And then we get the week, the monthly total of our revenue. And so we're able to be able to see, are we on are we on track to what our trend has been throughout the, you know, 2023, I can look back at 2022, see my trending income in that space as well. And it tells me what I need to dial up or if I am on track and can keep going just the way that I am. So I love that. Now it's just keeping me in the moment week by week. All right. So we're going to track our income. The next thing that we need to do in our mid-year reflection is we actually need to establish our a mid-year baseline. So at the beginning of the year, all these people, all these partners, consultants, artists came out of the woodwork and they said that they wanted to restart their business. This was going to be their year. They were going to crush it. They were going to go after all their big goals. And what naturally happens is People can talk a good game and anybody can speak the words. And you've heard me say this before, but not everybody takes the action that is required. So now that the dust has settled and we're six months in, who's still showing up? What you're going to do is you are going to get out your whiteboard or you're going to get out a very large sheet of paper or a spreadsheet, however you like to do it. And I want you to begin to categorize your organization. Who are the people like actually look at your organization? Who are the people that are my emerging leaders? And I'm going to write them as an E, you know, put an E beside their name. These are my emerging leaders. They are, and they're categorized by people who are walking the walk and talking the talk. They might not be a leader yet, but they definitely are making sales. They're following my lead. They're asking good questions and they're very coachable and they're hungry and they are seeing some results already. Then I've got my people that are my leaders. But when I say leaders, they are leaders in the present moment. They are not leaders by a title. So a leader is somebody that I has achieved a leadership rank, whatever I deem that in my network marketing company. But then they're also focused on growth. They're also coachable. They're hungry. They're showing up. They're setting goals. They are people that I can link arms and run with. They are not people that were leaders in the past, maybe have fallen from the rank and are trying to regain it. And you're saying they would be such a great leader if they just saw their potential. They These sometimes are your best friends in the business, but here's what I need to caution you. We cannot call those people leaders that we're going to build our legacy with because if they're not actually taking action, they're not really a leader. They just had that title at one point, but they stopped growing. So I want you to be really crystal clear, like who are my true leaders that I need to pour into? So we're going to put an L beside them. Then we're going to put a T for talkers beside anybody that literally says they're going to do something, but doesn't follow through with it. They say they're going to launch their business. I'm going to be your next top leader on the team. I'm going for this goal by the 31st of July, and they're nowhere near it. They constantly show up to team calls. They say they're going to be, you know, a rock star, and this is going to be their month, yet they don't follow through with even just the minimum bare sales monthly monthly goals. So we're going to put a T beside those people because they're a talker. And we're going to just be very aware that these are the people that we're not spending a significant amount of time on. We are not setting up one-on-ones. We are not jumping through hoops to, you know, get them to take action. We're not counting on them to be our future leaders. 
we are plugging them into team calls and mentorship opportunities and anything that the team page and is doing as a whole, but they are not people that are going to be getting our one-on-one attention. Why? Because they're not taking the action. They're not doing the things that we've already set up that everybody has access to. And so just in a real job, people have to earn your time and they earn their your time through their action. So that's really important. All right. And then your last category is your R's. Your R's are the people that you're going to replace. And again, you're not posting this, you know, chart that you're making inside of your team page. This is for your knowledge only. And R is replace. Who are the people you literally need to replace? Because they are going to cause you to fall from maybe your rank. They're going to cause you to lose income. They are people, and you don't necessarily, when I say replace, it's just you're placing another person in the organization on that side of the business, okay? But it's like maybe they were a leader uh, 18 months ago, but they're not showing up anymore. And you're like, oh, crap, I'm in jeopardy of losing something that I need for a qualification. I need to begin to sign people on that side, place people in that specific spot so that I can make sure that my business continues to thrive. This is where I find leaders get stuck is because they just go into defensive mode. They're not creating that offensive business strategy, which is adding and recruiting and building new. And so it's kind of this slow, it's like a balloon that has a slow leak in it. And a leader's organization slowly starts to lose air and it slowly starts to lose income and it slowly starts to lose energy and momentum until all of a sudden you realize like, oh, wow, I I got it. You hit the oh crap button and and you got to run, you got to go. So that could be kind of where maybe your organization is at right now is you've realized the slow leak has been leaking for about three years and you really need to step your game up. So nobody ever wants to to do this sort of baseline activity because it means we have to take off the rose colored glasses. It means that we actually have to say like, what do I have? And what do I have to work with? And a lot of times, especially if we've been living in the rose colored glasses, meaning we've been saying, I've got lots of leaders. I've got all these people that want to build the business. Like if so-and-so does this and -and so-and-so does that, then I'll be this and we'll make that. And it's all smokes and mirrors because we are, we are just hiding behind, you know, our, our, what's in our mind versus the data that's telling us the actual truth. So when you look at it, your first gut instinct is to be like, wow, I'm a loser. My business is falling apart. I don't want you to go there. Do not go there. All right. Your business is not falling apart. You are taking the correct action steps of evaluating midway through the year. And now it's what you do with that data that determines your future success. So once we have our, our, you know, establishing our baseline and our team performance, the next thing that we can do is we can send out a team survey and we can really say to our team, all right, you guys, it's midway through the year. I just want to do a pulse check. And so this is a great opportunity for you to say, like, where are you at in your business? What were the goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year? Tell me about your progress towards that goal. What's standing in your way? What obstacles are you facing and how can I help you? I usually say, like, I'm getting ready to do my, in this case, August planning And I want to know, are you wanting to restart your business? Do you, are you brand new and need to get into our new distributor mentorship opportunities? Are you a leader that would like to 10X your business? 
and would like to work in my leadership mastermind. So you would ask these multiple choice questions and some of them that are open-ended, and then you can send that survey out in an email to your team, post it in your team page, any chat threads that you have, and then you're just collecting more data. You've already evaluated people, but you just want to make sure that somebody might surprise you and we want to gather that information so that in August, we can kind of plug them into where they actually need to go. All right. Now we're going to look at our goals. Obviously, once we've sent out the survey, we've done our evaluation, we've looked at our baseline, we've checked out our vision. Now we go back to the goals. What are the things we said we were going to do that we have or have not done? So now we just look at them very black and white. And I like to say, what are the factors that are affecting my ability to get there. So I'll give you a chic example. We knew we have a revenue goal that we want to get to, and we're not there. When I look at why we're not there, I can easily go back and say, we aren't at our revenue goal that we projected because we took a launch off the schedule, because we backed off in a certain area or areas of the business. That is what has allowed us to not hit our mid-year benchmark. Now, we have two options. We can stick our tail between our legs, go, woe is me, we suck, why aren't we farther along You know, in the business? Or we can say, all right, recognize, didn't launch something that we wanted to launch because we were trying to not overwhelm ourselves, but now we're in a pinch because we're not at our revenue goal. So we made we actually went back to our marketing calendars from July to December and re and updated them. We added things in, we tweaked our goals based on our first six months performance. We're not upset about it, but I will tell you, I strapped up my running shoes because I realized that I'm not going down without a fight. The end goal is still the end goal. And I know that the only way I'm going to get there is if I up my performance. So here we are midway through the year and I'm ready to go. We've got some clarity in our goals. We've updated our marketing calendars. We have you know, gotten really clear and aligned with what we want to do. And now we're ready to make that happen. So we're going to create the plan. All right. So this is the next step. You've got to evaluate the goals. And then you have to create the plan. And maybe this will be your season of intentional hustle. And I don't like to, I don't like to tell people ever to hustle 24 seven, even though I promise you that I stood on a stage at one point and told people that, Uh, but I want to say, but I want to add an and in there, you can hustle 24 seven or 24 you know, you know, seven hours a day for, you know, six days a week, whatever it is that you want to do, but you have to, you, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. We have to pace ourselves out. And so you might need to run, but what does running look like? I know for me, running looks like being really intentional with my content, really intentional with my invites, really intentional about my follow-ups, really intentional about my sales content that I'm putting out there. It also means that I am really intentional about saying no to everything that doesn't fit in that bucket. I am also really intentional about my rest because if I want to run and be a high performer, I have got to rest so hard, which means I am very intentional about my days off. I'm very intentional about doing things for me. And I'm just intentional about not wasting time. So we got to create the plan. 
There are things right now you might be spending your time on that aren't getting you closer to your goals. And we have to say no, no to those things, right? For example, right now, there are lots of people that are in in the body world are planning their team cup teams. They're meeting with their teams right now. And it is at the time I'm recording this, it's like July 17th. Let me tell you what, you've got two weeks left in the month. Ain't nobody got to be on a planning call for Team Cup when we haven't hit our goals for the month yet. We need to be in our DMs. We need to be in our inbox. We need to be doing those posts, those stories, those connections. We need to be making the sales and doing the signups. We can talk about Team Cup later, but if we aren't at our sales goals yet, we better not be talking about what's coming in August, all right? So especially if we're having a hard time keeping our head above the water with just completing our trackers. So it's just this gut check of, you know, am I, is, or what I'm committing to actually the right action steps that I need to commit to. All right. Now, the next step in your mid-year review is just investing in yourself. And actually, when I say invest in yourself, I want you to take a moment and I want you to look around. Who are the people you're spending your time with? Are they energy, are they energy givers or are they energy takers? So I look around sometimes at people I started my success with. So I had success partners previously, many of them over the years. And when they began, when, when I began working with them, they were energy givers. We were running at the same pace. We were, our momentum was feeding off of one another. It was magnetic and, you know, things were going really well. We were all flourishing, but then there would be this point where I would start running faster and they would start making excuses and then they would start checking out and then they would start complaining a lot and then they would start disconnecting. And so, you know, our natural instinct as women is to like, I don't want to hurt their feelings. We keep working together, but I just, you start to have that feeling like this isn't the right partnership. This isn't what I should be doing. Well, sometimes success partners come and go in our lives. And that is okay. It's not that we need to call them up and say, Hey, you suck. I don't want to be your partner anymore. It is just that you start to, you start to find another group to do things with. And you, it is okay to sit down with your success partner and actually say like, Hey, have your goals changed? Cause I feel like, you know, what you and I are maybe are working towards have shifted a little bit. I feel like I'm ramping up and you are putting on the brakes, you know, like let's talk about it. So talk, about that. You know, it's okay to say, Hey, I've noticed your energy has changed. I've noticed you're not excited, right? I noticed you're not as present anymore. If your goals have changed, I respect that. I never want to push you at a level that you don't want to be pushed, but also I really do want to be pushed. And so I'm going to, I'm going to seek out some new success partners. And so it's okay to have that conversation. Transparency is so important. And then go find some new people to to hang with, go find some new chat threads to be a part of hire a business coach. Hello, here I am. Like I will push you to your limits. I will get you out of your comfort zone. I will challenge you in ways you never thought possible. But if you want to get to that next level, we all will tell you that having success partners truly is the key to making that happen. All right. So you have to invest in yourself. We're midway through the year. If you are spinning your wheels and you are just circling the mountain and you are trying to figure it out on your own because you don't want to invest in your business, you are doing yourself a huge disservice. When I decided that when I got asked to speak on stage at our annual convention this year, I first thing I thought about was I'm hiring a business mentor this year. 
Why? Because I knew I could figure it out on my own, but I just wanted, I wanted that mentorship. I was willing to pay the expert to help cut my learning curve, to back up what I was doing, to give me that vote of confidence. And it changed my life. I am so glad that I did that. And I want to encourage you all to do the same. All right. Okay. So again, if that's something you're interested in, I have a spot left, hit up my coach, my um, show notes here on the podcast for all of that information. All right. So the last point that I want to make today is this, you got to be bold in what you want. Never sacrifice the end goal because it's taking a little time to get there. I know that right now where you are at in your business, you are thinking, Oh my gosh, is this really possible? Can I really do this? Do I want to be like Melanie and race up my running shoes and start running this marathon, this six month end of year marathon? And here's what I have to say to you. There are times where I felt exactly where you were. And I thought to myself, I'm going to give it all I have. I'm going to give it 110% because I never want to look back and wonder what if. What if I would have gone all in? What if I wouldn't have self-sabotaged? What if I would have boldly posted about the opportunity? And I am grateful to say there is not a moment in my life and in my business where I can look back and say, I wish I would have gone after that seize the opportunity, you guys. I will tell you, I was scared to death every time I took a big leap of faith, every time I posted about the business and advertised for an opportunity event and invited somebody that I thought would make a great partner in my organization. Sure, I was nervous, but I would rather feel that sting of rejection than that sting of failing or not, or not trying, I guess is more it, right? Of regret. So for all of us, it's, I'd rather feel the sting of rejection. I'd rather feel the sting of failure than that pain of regret and not going after what I want. So this is always going to be the draw on the line, draw the sand in the line moment. It is, are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to get out there and be bold? And one of the things in my Rockstar Recruitment course that we talk about all the time is you have got to throw yourself into the fire. You have to throw yourself into the fire. That's the only way that you will figure it out. And if you don't go after what you want, you will literally regret it. And usually when you start ramping up and you start getting that momentum going, maybe this this podcast is firing you up. You're going to be met with resistance at first. Not everybody's going to be as excited about your big goals. And you might have to go out there and recruit new people. And it might take a little bit of work and a little time and energy, but all of a sudden momentum is going to move in your favor. And that happens to my private coaching clients. You know, usually the month, the first month we're setting up systems and we're working really hard and, you know, we're getting things in place and the momentum hasn't quite kicked in yet. But then in month two, they start signing up team members and their teams are starting to have some success. And they're like, I see it, yet they're not where they want to be. And then in month three, they're like, holy crap, this is working and it's amazing. And that momentum really begins to make a shift. So if you're in that season where you go, all right, I'm going to kick it into high gear because really six months is not a long time to make all of your goals happen. We need to make that commitment now. That commitment starts with you. That commitment starts to you making a decision to invest in yourself. Maybe it's private coaching with me. Maybe it's the Rockstar Recruitment course. Whatever it may be, it is time to level up your business and your life because your future depends on it. Your legacy depends on it. Your retirement depends on it. The way you want to live a joy-filled life and every single day depends on the decisions you make today and the action, the fearless action that you are willing to pursue. All right. 
these are my tips for your mid-year reflection. And at the end of the day, when you're done with this, you got to go share it with your team. You got to tell them where you're at. You got to tell them what you reflected on. You got to tell them what your goals are and what you're working towards. And you got to ask, all right, are you getting on the bus and going with me? Because otherwise this bus is leaving the bus station and I'm not coming back. So you can either hop on and go for the wild ride together, or we will, we'll see you later. When you put a stake in the ground, even with your team, some will and some won't, and that's okay. We accept that. We accept people for where they are and and where they are in life. And we make a decision to keep going regardless, because when we play small, when we sink down to other others levels, that isn't the level we want to be at. We end up feeling a void and an unfulfillment in our life. And you're not meant for that. You're meant for greatness. You're meant for impact. You're meant for messaging and really impacting lots of people. So we're going to go after it. We're going to go make it happen. And I hope that today's podcast episode inspires you. Get your time blocker out right now and block out time to do your mid-year reflection sooner than later. Tag me on social media, Instagram at Melanie Mitro. Let me know what you thought about today's podcast episode and your biggest takeaway. Always love to feature you guys in the stories and chat with you in the DMs. All right. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day and I will see you back here next week for another episode.